So guys, a big welcome back to the podcast. Uh, just a quick one. We sorry we did not post up last week. Oh, Shawnee boy next to me. One of his family members managed to contract COVID, so we unfortunately had to close everything up and all of that stuff. Uh, luckily, now we are back, and I'm also not dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Unfortunately, we, uh, one of my family got a bit sick, and uh, it has to be locked down. You know, most. Uh, Unfortunately, it's the rules that our lovely president has given to us. But uh, yeah, we're back full force now. Sorry for the late podcast, but yep. at least we're giving one, guys. We're getting there. We're getting there. Lockdown has definitely given us a lot of challenges. Right? Yeah, definitely, man. Especially now with all the non-riding and non-jaws. It's just, it's it's killer for us bikers out there. Basically, all the bikers are doing now is commuting. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much all we're doing is commuting. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, it's a long episode, obviously, because uh, yeah, we're basically catching up on last week's episode. So it's a long episode with uh, maintenance and writing tips and stuff like that today. Uh, hopefully, you guys can bear with us while we barrel through everything. Yeah, no, look, guys. I mean, as hard as it as it is for all of us, I mean, it's a bit tough for me and Kylie too. I'm uh, <laughs> into that. Yeah, no, look. Uh, we don't want to gravel at you guys or like talk bullshit like we always do. But anyway, um, yeah, so we, we, me and him are brainstorming to actually put something proper together to actually talk it about. So, yeah, forgive us for the late ones. But, but uh, hey, you know what? At least we're getting there. Um, there is talks in the pipeline at the moment as well on our side. Um, we geared up. The YouTube channel is open. There is a launch video up on the YouTube channel at the moment, um, but the actual physical launch video, the first video, is going to be the Freedom Run. So you guys must keep an eye out on that. Check it out on the Facebook page and all of that stuff. Uh, you'll see the links for the channel are already open. Alternatively, just search for South Africa Motorcyclist on, on your YouTube. And yeah, subscribe, guys, so that when the videos do start rolling through there, you guys are first to know. Yes, that's true. And we've got a with the with the whole freedom ride. We will have uh, some brand new stuff that might surprise you guys. You know, yeah. Some new developments and uh, some extra add-ons, including to the ride. And if this ride is good, guys, and if you uh, obviously show us some love, <laughs> oh yes, we will have much more coming on. Yes, especially now with Kylie telling us about the YouTube channel. Uh, we will have the whole ride to the whole thing and the previous rides and stuff coming up too it's gonna it's gonna be on in video just just give us a, just give us a little bit you know yeah no, i think the youtube channel i think is gonna be killer it's gonna it's gonna be i mean i um, mean our podcast and the whole um god no, i forgot the blog sorry my yeah, the blog yeah <laughs> the, the blog, blog has been slamming guys um so if you do like reading, there's also a blog. I know you guys yeah, have seen it. Thanks for the numbers, guys. Yeah. We love you people that are reading my shitty writing skills. <laughs> um, speaking of writing skills, though, Shawnee, uh, we've, we've, we're sitting with a pipeline idea at the moment as well for a, a free online publication as well. Um, when we say free publication, it'll be free for you to read. Um, that we might possibly put together closer to the end of the year side. Yeah, it's still in the pipeline, guys. Uh, we're still like working on it and though. Yeah, there's a lot involved in publishing. A lot, a lot. You would not believe it until you do it yourself. But um, yeah, so we'll we'll 
you know, still be working on it, but if it's a a blow up, your your guys will definitely see it. And I mean, it's all for you guys. It's just a bit more easier for you to uh, see what what we're all about. Yeah, what so. Sam's all about, what the motorcycle industry in South Africa is all about. Amen, amen. Uh, that, that's that, that's what Sam was originally started for was for the motorcycle industry. So it's not just the guys in clubs and stuff like that. We we branching between the guys in the clubs and your everyday normal unclub no patch riders that's yeah. what we're doing yeah. so yeah so yeah keep an eye out on that look obviously regardless the podcast is definitely going to carry on running as normal always always mate. our social stop. media platforms aren't going to stop at all not at all not at all uh, we're growing in numbers like literally every day it's actually quite beautiful it's awesome it's awesome to see the support and the love from you guys the brotherhood and the sisterhood that's coming through from you guys it's awesome we love it we love it at all yeah look and it's actually quite surprising to see how much non-bikers is also very um like intrigued about the whole south african motorcyclists i mean i think we're kind of opening eyes to to people who thought bikers are bad you know it's more so the whole like you know, you get those old ladies. Yeah, it's that old like, stigma. Oh, it's a bike. No, yeah, no. Yeah, it's that old stigma that we've been crashing, <laughs> which is which is what what we also that's one of our main goals yes. is to crash that stigma of, of what biking and bikers are all actually about. Yes, it's not only drugs and women and fucking getting drunk and crazy shit like that. It's look, actually look, don't get us wrong. <laughs> Support your local titty bar. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Support your local teddy bar yeah, by no, all go means. Go for it. Go ape, bro. Don't, don't, don't you do know, that. It's, it's just to get away from that, that, I think, that global stigma that's yeah. set on bikers, point yeah, blank. Yeah, no, look, it's, it's been a bit rough. I mean, you can't blame us. We do like us uh, to have some fun. You know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> you know what? I actually, talking about this whole thing, Shania, I actually had a laugh. Um, I went past a family member the other day and they had the kids over and stuff like that uh, at their place. And the one kid's, I don't know, it's her boyfriend or her friend. Acquaintance. Acquaintance, I'm not sure. But I mean, I I got there on the bike and he was actually scared to meet me. He was intimidated by me apparently. And I'm like, dude, why why are you intimidated? You know? Yes, fair enough. I've got, I've got the big beard and I'm wearing leather and stuff like that. But like, there's nothing intimidating about me. You know what I'm saying? Look, I mean, I mean, every biker does look intimidating. I mean, from the first, like even when I didn't ride before the time, I was like, here I will not mess with that guy. Especially with one of the people that I'm actually very good friends with right now. The first time I saw that man, I'm like, oh, this guy will rip me apart. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's, <laughs> he's a cuddly, cute teddy bear, man. He's a teddy bear, I love not him. to be pissed off. But <laughs> I love him. I love him. Yeah, no, look, it's 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 actually, it's like built into people to see a guy with with leathers, a thick beard and glasses on, mostly with either a bandana or, a, or yeah, we've a always beanie. got a bandana or a beanie or shaved it's, heads. It's or it's <laughs> it's scary. Look, it's intimidating. We get it, but until you until you actually get to know the person, you're like, dude, these people are chilled as hell, and they're fun. Don't get us wrong. Bikers are fun, guys. Don't yep, don't play around with it. <laughs> a lot of fun, mostly fun. That's mostly much fun. Yeah. No, look. If you if you want to have a party, bro, that's that's the one spot you better go. If you see them bikes, you better follow. Yep. But uh, yeah, no. So that's the whole. Like, like Kylie said, we're trying to just demoralize the whole stigma about bikers are bad and. Yeah. You know, we're not all like. How can I say monsters? No, we're not all monsters. We do look like it. None <laughs> of us are actually monsters, really. But anyway, 
But yeah, all right. So guys, we're gonna take a quick break and then we are gonna crack into this episode. I think we're gonna start with the maintenance. Uh, no, not maintenance. We're gonna start with the writing tips today. Sorry, we're yeah. gonna start with the writing tips after the break. I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big ass thing and rock the masses. Rodeo, guys, we're back again, and we're gonna start out with the writing tips. Now, <laughs> what's this gonna be about? It's gonna be about our lovely, lovely cold ass weather that we have right now. And I can vouch for the cold weather. <laughs> I rode on Sunday very early in the morning and it was minus four. I mean, yo, bro, like every morning is goddamn cold. <laughs> Especially when you go through the dips, bro. Yes. <sighs> it's ice, dude. <laughs> they passed clear water, that second dip next to the hole. Electricity yeah, yes. station. Yes, oh my that's cold. lord, bro. Yeah, you see, cold. you see that cold hanging in the air. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> and I ride the shorties. I don't have long gloves. Can you believe that? Yeah, shit? self-inflicted. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, yeah. But anyway, so we're gonna get to that, and um, we're gonna talk about black eyes. Not, 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 not a lot of people actually. You can't see the damn thing. Well, you know what, Sony? In all honesty, you can see black eyes. You can see black ice if you're looking for it, mm. but you're obviously also not exactly looking for it At because um, you're concentrating on like a hundred different things when it comes to riding a motorcycle. Um, that's every time. It's not in cold weather, weather but I mean, yeah, well, that's that's every time you climb onto the thing. But you know what? A lot of people don't understand how black ice actually comes about. So I think, I don't know. I think I'm gonna just give them a quick explanation of black ice. Slam it. Okay, so what happens with black ice, guys, is, you know, you, you wouldn't think that we would deal with something like black ice in South Africa, but believe it or not, we actually do um, a lot more than what we think. Our, yeah, I've known a couple of guys that have actually come off, and it's literally been because of black ice. So, black ice forms when, obviously, the weather hits that dew point, mm. and that dew settles on the tarmac and then all of a sudden we go from a dew point to a freezing point so the temperature drops and it actually forms a layer of ice on the tarmac uh it's really scary to hit um yeah. believe it or not I th the the last guy i know that saw their ass on black ice caught a patch of black ice on the back wheel he was on a super bike and he made the biggest mistake ever and he opened up the throttle thinking okay he'd catch traction mm -hmm. and then when he did catch traction he caught too much traction too quickly and the bike threw out underneath him so you know there's not actually much you can do no when you there's not much like that no there's not much that you can do um I think you just go dummy mode bro like yeah. legs out it all depends on how fast and the way you hit it yeah. I mean I, to be honest, I don't think you'll ever slam black ice on the highway. To be honest, I think there's too much cars and stuff running Although, through there. Then again, you know what? Bro? Now on Sunday, I just took a ride. And, uh, like, I mean, it was also very early in the morning. So there wasn't a lot of cars and stuff like that on the, on the, on the highway as yet. And there was. There was patches of black ice. Eh? Mm -hmm. There was patches of black ice on the highway. So, you know, I mean, obviously... When it comes to avoiding black ice, I think your best bet would be to stay in the lines of the car's tires. And also just not pushing it, bro. 
Yeah, but you know what? Also, not just that. I mean, if you are unlucky enough to hit black ice, look, if you hit black ice on a bend, you're done. Yeah, no, There's nothing that you can do. Sorry, bro. Realistically <laughs> about that, you're done for. You're on the angle, there's not a lot of grip on your tires. Yeah, there's not much that you can do unless unless you've done some serious advanced riding courses. Sorry about it, but the tar is going to come and it's going to come very fast. Quite fast, yes. Um, Or you're going to be very, very lucky to get away from it. It doesn't matter what tire you have. You could have the best brand on there, the best non-slip, whatever they say. It's going to slip. It's going to slip. Your best thing to do with that is to just, you know, try and stick it out. Just try and ride it out. Um, it's pretty much the same as riding through oil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's the equivalent the of riding or even loose sand. Yes, it's it's, it's yes. the same type of equivalent equivalence to something like that. You know, just just try and ride it out. Um, even though sand is a bit easier, but yeah, sand is easier when you got traction control. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Those of us that don't ride with traction control, well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> throw a foot out and hope for the best look even I have to say like even mine with traction control if I hit gravel and it's a bit not even too fast it's like on an angle that ass goes bro yeah, yeah. luckily the traction control is there but I mean still you you scrape your feel it. ass off yeah, you feel it you feel it <laughs> you know what guys I think it all comes down to your basic your basic basic get away from something like black ice mm. unless of course you're in a corner um, if you're on a straight line or something like that, kill the power. Get rid of the power immediately. Clutch in, kill the throttle. Don't hit brakes or anything like that. No. Don't scrick and hit brakes. Just pull in that clutch until you can get off of the black ice so that you can pick up traction again and then slowly release the clutch again. Just kill the power. Just don't accelerate at all. No. Like nothing. Nothing because the more the wheel spins, the more you're going to go, bro. Yeah, because the it, problem is that it catches traction. And then when it catches traction... It's either that or it's going to look like you're drifting and it's not going to feel like you're drifting. No. <laughs> no. Shawnee was actually busy telling me now, now um, you know, before we actually started recording and stuff like that, he yeah. hit a patch of... of uh, what was it? Paint. It was it's not like paint, but it was like almost like black ice, but it was just like just starting. I obviously came out from from the car's side to come past lane splitting. And as I'm like quarter on the white line, quarter not, I actually just had my back tire on it. Now, obviously, I, I have ABS, so it must brakes on both. Yeah, you got the ABS. So thing. as I braked, I didn't brake even hard. I actually felt my bike slip because of the back tire that was quarter on that white line, and it had dew on it. So Yeah, just a heads up. When it comes to black ice or even dew and paint unfortunately yeah, no. our paint that, that, that the guys use on the roads in this country unfortunately uh that paint doesn't have that special traction stuff in it uh they as far as i know they normally throw in like glass Sa- particles yeah, glass or sand, or sand or or something, something, like that. something like that we don't have that we've just got normal good old-fashioned pva look uh, i have not to pva enamel sorry <laughs> <laughs> i have to say the the, the guys that I've, I've seen they they um are doing the lines again i've seen them throw on it does look like a glass, like type of dust, but they throw on. But it's not everywhere, like I say. No, it's, it's not everywhere. It's probably it's on the new painted roads or whatever like yeah, that. Yeah, the new painted surfaces. But it's it's also mostly on the highways and stuff like that, where most cars and bikes and stuff are. So it is. It does make sense. But I mean, the roads that I ride and the, the yeah, your normal little local yeah, like run around the. I corner. won't say back roads, but yeah, but your your local little. 
your domestic little road. Yeah, they, they yeah. don't have That's it, just so. normal paint, guys. Cold weather, beware of the damn ice. Stick off of the damn white lines and yellow lines. Yeah. And just chill it, guys. I know it's cold, and I know you think, I'm not, you know what, I'm going to open throttle. i got to get to work or got to get home because it's got cold. We get it. But, yo, bro, you're putting your life in danger. Yeah, you're putting your life seriously You're putting in your danger, life in danger, bro. I mean... I have multiple guys coming past me like they came out of hell or going to it either way. But they the, don't want to get cold. They don't <laughs> want to get cold. I mean, yeah, like, if you don't want to get cold, full gloves, more jackets. I mean, there's multiple stuff you can do to not get cold on the damn bike. Yeah, freaking hell. Heated grips if you're lucky enough. Actually, get the, heated actually grips. know a dude who put in his own heated grips, but he keeps on forgetting it on, so it fucking pulls the battery empty. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Sorry. Not even part of the whole thing, but I just have to say it. Oh, but we'll get to that is. just now anyway. <laughs> we'll get to that just now. You know, you know what, guys? You know, uh, yeah, you know, coming off of the black ice topic now, our next riding tip in terms of cold weather is frozen hands. Yeah, you remember the part where I said shorties? Yeah. Yeah, frozen hands are a very dangerous thing. You don't think it, and I know that you're thinking, ah, I'm a tough oak, I can handle it, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. You know what? Sean's sitting next to me, Sean can vouch for it. I am a very rugged individual, and I'm not just saying that, you know, boasting and stuff like that. You know, I, I push my body to the absolute limits on a day-to-day basis, no questions asked. My hands get cold riding, and it is not fun. Yeah, look, even even on my side, I'm going to say I'm rugged, but I have a problem of, like, dead hands and dead feet, right? So I don't have a lot of blood circulation going through them. So at a normal time, my hands are damn cold, right? Yeah, likewise. No feeling. But, like, yeah, you don't have feeling, and then once you don't have motor skills on your hands, then you're like, oh, well, here we go, guys. I mean... That's the main. That's the main problem. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of mornings that I ride, and I'm like, you know what? I'm a slam shorties. It's not that cold, but once that hit, that, that wind, wind, that yeah. damn wind, bro, hits your hands, it's just it's it's painful, man. It's painful. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Believe it or not, you know, even those hand guards on the adventure bikes, it doesn't actually really help nope. you all that much. Eh? It actually makes it worse because what what the wind does, it goes around it and then it pinpoints straight on the fingers. Yeah, that's that's the problem. So, yeah, so, they, look, I mean, there are ways of getting around that. Uh, thicker gloves. Yeah, okay, winter cool. Gloves. Yeah, winter gloves. I know none of us actually really likes wearing winter gloves, let's be honest. It's hella uncomfortable. They are, they are <laughs> uncomfortable oh, because so it's uncomfortable. just padding for days. It feels like you're trying to ride a bike yeah. with your hands in, I don't know, what, what is hips? What is hips? Sorry, guys. I'm trying to remember what it's called in English. <laughs> What is it called? Yeah, like it's it's a yeah, it's, it's very, very it's, hard. it's it's like taking a ball of wool and shoving it onto your grips, basically, <laughs> and then trying to grab that, and it's it's really uncomfortable. I get that winter gloves are uncomfortable. Um, yeah, no, look, it's it's there's it's, not much that you can do around. There that. is not, but like some guys though, you know what? In all honesty, I've seen some guys ride with winter gloves, no problem. I struggle with through, winter gloves through summer. To be honest, I even saw guys yeah. riding through summer. With winter gloves. I, I struggle. I struggle. In all that. honesty, I struggle with all the padding and stuff. So, you know what? We've got an easy solution for you guys. I wrote about it in the blog mm. uh, when mm. I did the whole, you know, cold weather riding tips and stuff like that from the blog. Um, and it's something that's worked for me for years. Yeah, I actually laughed at the fact Sean that he told me. Sean actually tried it the other day. <laughs> Sean <laughs> actually tried it the other day and he stopped by me and he's like, 
Okay. It works. It works. <laughs> it looks hella stupid, but it works. <laughs> you take a normal conventional pair of of. You could say gardening um, gloves or yeah, building, not a building gloves, not but really that working gloves. Yeah, it's like that thin Those nylon, thin, thin nylon gloves, um, with the plastic, with the plastic, with the rubber, the rubber, rubber, with the rubber on cover. the inside and stuff like that. And you know what? Those gloves are so thin. They are thin. They, they are, are thin. super thin. So you all you do is you put that on, and then you put on your normal riding gloves on top of that. Okay. And well, in my case, I put on my shorties. Yeah, Sean put on his shorties. It looks stupid. It looks what? stupid, but hey, it works. Bro. It works. It works like a pro. I, I, I promise to you, I will not lie about this. And I, I actually, I'm, I'm actually begging everybody to try this shit out because it's not funny. It's actually, it helps you with a lot of. I mean, the, the the main problem about the whole winter situation is like shit. I don't have winter gloves. You know. Yeah. And uh, it's it's pricey, guys. It is. Yeah. I don't want to be funny. Freaking it's two hundred, two hundred bucks. Well, no, sometimes are worse, dude. sometimes it's like are worse. seven, eight up, you know. But I mean, like the normal long gloves. It's it's summer gloves, but it's uh, at least full gloves. Yeah, full they gloves. They two, two hundred, three hundred bucks, uh, at least. Yeah. Uh, if you don't go full brand and stuff like that, but I mean, look, it is pricey. I mean, this stuff is what like fifty bucks a pair. Not this? even, dude. You can get these things. You know what? I actually spotted somewhere the other day. They were like thirty bucks. See, it's it's not it's not bad. Go to, you know what? <coughs> go to go to go to like your local freaking builders or something, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. ask them for gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm telling you, they're like thirty bucks or something stupid. And you know what, Shawnee, it's like like we were saying, it's it's the most stupidest thing to think of. And believe it or not, I learned it from an old toppy like years ago. Oh, um, God, he's pulling out his age again. No, what this guy <laughs> did was, you know, he wasn't even using these fancy little working gloves and stuff like we use today. That oak was using latex gloves, like surgical latex gloves. I don't know how that works, but okay. It works like a dream, believe it or not, because those things actually, what happens Conceals is... Conceals you. Uh, yeah, but what happens is, is that the, the thin, thin, thin layer of air between that glove and your actual riding glove... It heats up with your body heat. It heats up. It heats mm. up that air. So it's like it's like the double visors on the, the helmets. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's something like that. It heats up in inside there, and it actually keeps your hands functional, which works like a dream. Fun- very good wording, actually. Functional, yes. Yeah, it keeps... You, look, I mean, you know what? It's not going to stop all the cold. No, you're still going to uh, feel it. Don't you're still going to feel a little bit of cold, but I mean, it's not... Cold, like okay, your hands are not blatant skin, bro. Like, yeah, it's not raw skin where you're going to feel it. You know what? I had that now on Sunday when I was riding. Um, okay, fair enough. In defense of the theory of the second set of gloves, I didn't put on the second set of gloves. Um, I was feeling very brave and I climbed onto the highway. And by the time I stopped, the it was minus four. And the only thing that saved me was the fact of a V-twin bouncing between my legs. <laughs> I hugged that motor like there was no tomorrow. Hug a motor, hug a exhaust, either way. Yeah, the exhaust wasn't even hot enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? The only thing that saved me, the guy that was riding behind me actually stopped with me. And he, he, he just burst out laughing because I've got a cruise control on my throttle. So it's like, open the cruise control. Okay, get to 120, shoot the okay. Pluck my right hand on the on the on the motor, steer with my left hand, and then like a K or two down the road, swap hands. Yes, and repeat. And repeat. <laughs> yeah, you know? but I mean, it looks like you're milking cows, but it works. 
pretty much, but I mean, like a bike like your little NT750 where it's very little. Don't be like that. No, you know what I mean. Don't be like that. You know what I mean, man. But like a bike like that, like the newer bikes, you can't do that because there's fairing. So you can't get to the motor. With the V-twin, thankfully, I can get to the motor. The motor's the motor actually warms up your legs quite nicely as well. Yes. Um, yes. But, yeah, you know, stupid little thing, you know, s- thin second set of gloves. <laughs> actually, Huge difference. <laughs> I don't want to make a joke like this, but I'm going to say it. Oh, I think the guys yeah. with the Harleys actually are having... Oh, they're having right a Because no, that V is hitting up live between the legs there. Except, except for the guys with the newer ones. Okay, yeah, sure. Where it's only got that, that <laughs> uh, I think it's the evolution, the CVO motor, that's right. It's the CVO motor where you stop and then it cuts the one cylinder. Yeah, it doesn't get up to the temperature that the older ones did. It is, it is sad. <laughs> but the guys with the old, the old, the old Harleys now, it's like, oh, it's like a heater with wheels. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That thing is a heater with wheels. <laughs> Uh, no, no disrespect to the Harley guys. Don't no, come. we love you guys. Don't come we've bash my got, face. We've got a Harley sitting right behind us. So, you know. <laughs> and the Harley driver just around the corner. Yeah. So, so, so we're we not going to talk too loud. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So that's kind of the whole like riding tips for now. Um, do try that whole glove thing. Trust me, it works. Kyle does use it until he's brave. <laughs> so, I have my moments of stupidity. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna go on to the maintenance, my man. Uh, yeah, we're gonna take a break first, yeah, and then we'll crack back on to our yeah, maintenance. Maintenance side. Also, cold weather related today. Just putting it out. There. Obviously, I mean, since it's winter. Yeah. <laughs> So we're back again, and we're talking maintenance now for winter riding. Lovely, isn't it, guys? It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold. It's actually an understatement for saying it's cold. But anyway. Yeah, yeah look. talking about understatement, you know, my boot stays down in the vault. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I chatted to him the other day, and he didn't have water for two days because the, the water actually froze in the pipes. That's how cold it is at the moment up in Gauteng side. It's, it is cold. It's not a joke, bro. We've got warnings of being like, oh, it's going to snow. I was like, you always, every winter you hear like, oh, it's going to snow. And then it happens before your eyes. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. This, this actually happens. Sadly, though, we are we are so cold. It's actually too cold to snow. To snow, yes. Yeah, but lower down, terrible. obviously. I mean, where we are right now, it's right on top of the bloody hills. So we're going to be like, ah, great. Yeah, yeah, we get all the cold from, we get, from we, we get the wind. The low felder. We, we get the wind. Ish. Anyway, back on topic though, the maintenance side was riding in winter and stuff like that. So, um, I think the first thing we're going to talk about is the engine warming up. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Uh, it's, it's kind of a thing that me and Carl and every other rider out there do. Literally everybody I know. We do this. Literally um, everybody I know. But there's, there's a little secret to that, right? So, obviously everybody... When you climb into your car, you start your car before the time. And no, heat no. Up. There's a lot of people I know that, that they don't. climb in their cars and they drive straight away. I know, I know. but I We're mean, all guilty of it, guys. Are, so so don't even try and deny that you aren't. Yes, but like, yeah. So that's kind of the whole problem. It's not lacquer for the engine. I mean, imagine you were sleeping nicely. Someone yanks you out of the bed and says, start running. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not going to work in the cold. I mean, it's yeah. not going to work. And you know what, guys? It's a stupid thing. You know what? Start your bike five minutes before you you get, climb on it to ride. I mean, you know what? It's a stupid thing to do, but 
you know it's gonna save you so much in the long run for maintenance and stuff like that it's it's not even funny it does it does help a lot like i got into a i got into a normality of of actually getting dressed packing my stuff because you gotta have to take a bag with me on a damn bike but anyway pack your stuff and then before i go brush the teeth and everything like that and actually yeah. get done and get my helmet on and everything i actually start my bike and let it idle yeah you know what i've i've gotten into a habit now um i start my bike just before i'm gonna ride i'm dressed i'm teeth brushed coffee's in everything's done and then normally what i do is before i leave the house i have a cigarette of course yes. uh we we're not going to talk about the cigarette ban though because you know that's a very that's nice that's going to be the whole podcast for yeah you. that that would be the whole podcast and unfortunately wouldn't we nice. wouldn't yeah it's not going to be a nice topic to discuss and um we're still not unfortunately going to legally be able to buy cigarettes but what i do is i start the bike and then have an illegal cigarette <laughs> i have i have my cigarette <laughs> and it, in the time that it takes me to have that smoke my engine's picked at up least, temperature. Yeah, at least to She's a temperature where you can ride. Well, I mean, we all do that too, but some days it's a real hella cold and you don't have yeah. the time to sit and wait for your engine to get cold or get hot. So if you can't, if you're late and stuff like that, at least just drive your bike slow, you know? Slowly, very slow. Go through slowly. the gears slowly. Don't push her or him either way. But <laughs> Yeah, don't don't push it, guys. You don't realize, you know, I mean, that cold and then all of a sudden hot, you know, the whole thing of, you know, you heat up a glass bowl and then you throw it into cold water and, and it cracks. Yeah. You know, think of it like that. Um, it's a lot of strain on the engine. It's a lot of strain on the actual engine itself. It's a lot of strain on gaskets and seals and, and, and Especially and, plastics, yes, and rubbers. Yeah, it, it just adds up on top of everything else. So, so you know what, rather just take it slow. Until you got a little bit of temperature in it, majority of bikes do have temperature gauges on. Um, so you know what, just just wait until you get that that temperature light showing up somewhere that you got some temperature in that motor before you actually start riding normally. Yeah, no, look, if you if you like, just I'm not saying like drive like bloody ten or whatever. It's just it drive no. through it, go through the gears as normal, but don't like pull off and just wham it you know and go nuts let's put it this way if the complex that you're staying in's limit is 40 ride 40 um if you live in a residential area slam 60 do 60 don't do your normal 100 out of the complex or 120 down the residential road just you know slack Which it down a bit just, do. just bring it yeah but just bring it down a bit to make it just just calm down just relax take a chill it's early in the morning yeah. for this. <laughs> anyway. but you know what also getting getting onto that topic of you know just riding slowly and stuff like that it comes to our next portion on the maintenance side with yeah. winter riding um and that's tire pressures again with the cold guys yeah um i actually sat and i was you know when i when i wrote that blog post about the winter riding and stuff like that with all my tips for for winter riding in south africa um yo i was i was drawing pictures and all sorts of stuff and uh, my wife was looking at me and she's like what the hell are you doing it's something stupid and you don't think about it but cold air contracts which means that cold air takes up less space so what happens is that the air in your tires gets cold and your tire pressure 
drops. You don't even realize it, but it drops. Um, so, you know, something stupid like that. I mean, I remember going to the track and, you know, you deflate your tires to like where my tire would normally be on the back, like 2.6 bar. I would drop my tire down to about 1.6, 1.7 bar. And you learn that as your tire warms up, it actually, because that air inside is getting hot, it's like a hot air balloon. As, as soon as that air gets hot, it obviously pressurizes up. And by the time you climb off of that track after a session, you know, from 1.6, you're sitting all of a sudden at 2.2 pressure uh, or 2.4 pressure, depending on how hard you're pushing. You know, it's it's stupid. It's a stupid, stupid, stupid thing to do. But check your tire pressures all the time. Those little pen gauges cost you nothing. Don't trust the gauge at a petrol station. I'm it's sorry. Never trust a petrol, uh, uh, an air gauge at a fuel station, regardless. And also, believe it or not, you know, I've got that little compressor in the garage. Yeah. And even that tire pressure gauge, I do not trust. It's just, yeah, the pen gauges and the gauge, if you, go, you want to go fancy, and the gauges that you get out there for the bikes especially, is, I mean, they're made for the whole thing, right? Yeah. They know exactly... If you pop it on and it says 1.6 or 2.2 or 2. Point whatever. Yeah, uh, there's minuscule Minuscule difference. differences. So, I mean, the, I mean, the petrol stations and the, the weird stuff, I mean, constant usage and stuff, obviously it's not going to be correct. So I did it, you know what, I did it once, so just to test it. Like, I went from one petrol station and I went a little bit further down the road to another petrol station to check time, my tire pressure. And I did it at about four different petrol stations. And all four gauges gave me a different reading. That's what the gauge. And then what I did was, um, I mean, look, I've always, I've always had a petrol, uh, uh, not a petrol gauge. <laughs> I've always had a, a, a tire gauge. Um, okay, look, fair enough. I mean, it's, it's not a pen gauge. It's a good, a good hardcore made in England 800 rand gauge. Fancy people. Uh, no, you know what, I, <laughs> I, I, it's because of all the different freaking tire pressures and Whatever stuff that I say, check. Mate. But anyway, so, um, I carry that thing around with me and on that specific day, I, I, I checked my tire pressure with that gauge and then I went from petrol station to petrol station. Like I said, I went to about four different petrol stations. All four petrol stations gave me an inaccurate reading. And when I say inaccurate, I'm talking like, at least between 0.2 and 0.4 bar there was the one garage where that gauge was close to a full bar out you know and that's scary to think that yeah, you know i mean if you put in too much air right so deflating you deflate too much it's not good on the tire it's no. not good on the rim it's not good on the ride at all nope. and if you overfill your tire i mean that thing will climb off of that rim and you're gonna have hell on your side yep so yeah, you know guys, you know, cold weather results to lower tire pressures, check your tire pressures all the time. A little pen gauge, it's really not difficult to carry around with you. Just check your temperatures, your, your pressures all the time. Hell, not even, not even just checking your pressure, I mean, just walk around your bike while you, no, while you just start look it. At it. Like me this morning, I actually spoke to Carl before the time. There's like this, the smallest stuff that you kind of miss when you're riding or when you're stopping, you, you know? Um, yep. So this this morning, <laughs> I, I went to my bike, started it up, as I told you guys before. I checked, so the pin holding my 
clutch. You can say yeah, what? Clutch lever. lever. Yeah, the clutch pin. lever, the pin. Uh, it has two turnings, right? So it turns in with your with your handle itself, and then it gets locked with a nut. Yeah. That nut just disappeared. I don't know where it went. Probably fell off through riding and stuff like that. But that pin was quarter way out. So, I mean, if I just landed on the bike and went, I could have probably saw my ass and I wouldn't have been yeah. sitting here right now. So, I mean, it, it's it's stuff like that, guys. It's I wouldn't say it's not like the cars. I mean, the car, car guy is actually supposed to walk around your damn car to check too. Not K-53. K-53. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, you're supposed to do it, but especially with the bikes because it is so much easier to see your ass on it. Like yeah, there's so many finicky little things. With a car, you're like, yeah. meh, it's four wheels, it's balanced, it's sweet, let's go. It's not to say that a bike isn't balanced, but... Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's, it's based on the rider and it's based on the quality of your damn bike, bro. You know, that's the, that's the point. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm getting to. Like, if you love the machine, you better look Take after care it. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be a well-oiled machine to work. You get it? Cool, sweet. Don't oil your bike. <laughs> well, no, oil your bike where it needs it, but you know, don't oil your bike like yeah. Okay, now again, <laughs> Sean's getting dirty minded, yeah, next to me. I'm no, not this dirty is terrible. minded. Yeah, we did say bikers were fun. I'm just saying. We didn't say what fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh gosh. So yeah, so guys, you know, stupid little things um, that most of us overlook. Not even most of us. Pretty much all of us overlook. Yeah, all of us. Like sometimes you like you don't have the time and you climb out and you go, bro. It yeah, happens. you know what? You don't think it through. You know, you don't think of those stupid little things. Uh, and it's those little things that matter. That that that's you getting home alive. Or to work alive. Yeah, or to work alive. Getting to your destination alive. Let's just stick with destination alive. Yeah. yeah, probably be the best. Arrive alive. Yeah, <laughs> arrive alive. That way. <laughs> yeah, how long is it? I see that. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, guys, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to finish off this episode, Shawnee. Yeah, shoot, guys. guys so we're back again after that break uh first of all i'm gonna say thanks again for you guys tuning in and listening to us uh it's actually quite great to work with such brilliant people in this life yeah it's, <laughs> awesome. it's awesome and you know what's the best part is that i don't know about sean sir but i probably i can vouch for sean sir we love doing this yeah, we really we do, do love doing this we do it's our passion it's awesome to talk about it's awesome to give how can i say information yeah information <laughs> information advice. to people it's, it's awesome hearing from you guys as well yeah it's, it's awesome to have the feedback from you guys and see yeah. how much is actually quite liking what we're doing especially on the facebook and instagram it's it's going nuts guys we love it it's actually fantastic yeah it's awesome um kylie actually brought up something quite cool though he says we're actually becoming a household yeah, we are. We're actually got we becoming are. a household brand. It's, it's pretty cool. We it love is, it. It is fantastic. It's awesome to know that we... What we're doing is right. What we're doing is yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, w- I, w- I wanted to say, like, we are being noticed, if you, can, if you can say it like that. Yeah, you know what? It's nice. It's nice to be able to, to take a look and think that what started as 
as a small little group that was just meant to be like a social entertainment group type of thing is is becoming something that that really has impact in the motorcycle industry um we're not quite there yet but no. we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Let's just make. Let's just and say just, we're, we're making a we're making a big dent in the whole. Yeah, and you know what? It it it, you know, it brings it into perspective that whole brotherhood, sisterhood, mm. biking. What biking's all about, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, they yeah. didn't have to react to us. And no. They didn't have to do anything, but they are, and that's the cool part about it. I mean, a lot of people like. Oh, dude, you the guys from Sam? I'm like, yeah, bro, we do, we, we do with Sam. And they're like, sweet, man, I love what you guys are doing. You know, it's, it's quite nice yeah, to know okay. that. Really awesome. And the point is, the main point is why we also wanted to do this is actually to help the people out there to get known. Yeah. Like AGV and... ATG. ATG, my bad. <laughs> and you know what? Stupid thing as well. I was talking to one of the guys that have the import licenses for one of the motorcycle manufacturers. I'm not going to give any spoilers as yet. Um... Awesome guy. I uh, went through, I had a meetup with him and stuff like that, and I was chatting to him. And, you know, we're not taking the normal approach in the sense of like the bikes and stuff like that, and the gear and stuff like that that we review. It's not a case of, of press kits. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the press kits being where um, the manufacturer gives you basically what, what you need to say about it. We're doing it raw. We are doing it from yeah, a rider's is, this perspective. This is straight. Yeah, this is straight from biker to people, bro. Straight. Yeah, bikers to bikers. Yeah, that's, bikers that's, to bikers. That's what it is. Bikers to bikers. But also, like our, our main point is also to get to try and <laughs> tickle the fancy of normal people, not knowing what bikers are about or biking is about. Yeah. So introduce them to biking. Bring yes, them into biking. Yes, get more I mean, people riding. You cannot tell me as a young boy with a bike coming past you it doesn't matter what bike it is you're like god damn that looks sexy i gotta yeah. I have to say it i have to say it it's 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 a it's like it's built into you that roaring engine that two-wheel beast it's that thrill that thrill bro it's those adrenaline running through that's that's the point bro it's the love for that damn thing um but it's also freedom a lot of for a lot of us it's, yeah, freedom. it's freedom it's it's time to think it's it's your alone time like other people's like wind therapy yeah <laughs> <laughs> wind therapy there you go yeah, like a lot of people like camping or hiking or running or whatever. We like biking, bro. That's yeah. it. Meeting your brothers after like a long ride, riding with your brother brothers to like foreign spots or you know traveling. You're seeing the world with your brothers, man. It's it's like yeah. it's awesome. That's that's what I like, bro. Making memories. Yes, yeah, and I mean that's what it is, right? If we if we have to speak about like the whole poison thing, which I also see they still like working uh, it, bro. That your poison is tentative for December at the moment. They down uh, for it, man. Speaking of, of of poison, actually, sorry, Sean, just to to bring that up as well, um, we have had to unfortunately tentatively move. The freedom run to the fifth of July, but we still cannot confirm it, guys. Please just bear with us. We cannot confirm the date as yet because, with regulations and stuff like that, we don't want to get you guys into trouble. We don't want to get the Rossi boy into trouble. Um, so as soon as we can actually hard set a date, just please bear with us. It's gonna probably still move again. Um, if it does move from the fifth of July, oh well, then bugger that. Whatever day it moves to, then. We're going to have it. Lockdown or no lockdown, we're going to have it. Yeah, no, because, look, I mean, it's, it's it's not that we want to do it like this. It's unfortunately that we have to. 
like we say, if we do the whole ride and we get caught, or at, we, we do the whole ride and everything's fantastic, and we stop at Rossi Bar, like, you can't ride yeah. away bikes. <laughs> it's not just that, you know, I mean, we, we also, we can't expect them um, to go out of, I mean, to, go, yeah. to risk going out of business yeah, for no, something like that as well, you know, I mean, it's also their livelihood. Their livelihood, uh, you know, I was actually chatting to, to the guys at Rossi Bar uh, the other day as well. And, you know, I mean, their livelihoods have also been put on uh, in a lot of strain and stuff with the lockdown. So, Like yeah. all of us, man, always. But, yeah, so once again, um, I'm going to say thanks, guys, for tuning in. Please do go check our shirts out and our hoodies. Um, yeah, some epic stuff. There's some new new designs also up in there. Um, you'll all see it on the Facebook and on Instagram. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and a special one with that reminder from Sean to check out those. We are going to be launching a very limited number of podcast supporter shirts soon. We're just waiting for the final designs to go onto uh, into the printing system and stuff like that. And then we will launch those. It will, I think there's only a, 50 of them that we're making. 50. And unfortunately, those aren't going to be available on like hoodies and stuff. It will literally just be a t-shirt. There's going to be a limited run of 50 and the, each one will be numbered. They will be numbered. They will be. Um, but yeah, so uh, much more fun coming, guys. And we are full of plans and full of ideas that we truly want to do. And um, at least you guys know we're not boring sitting at home being like, suck it, suck it. Yeah. We're all still screaming that we hate lockdown. But <laughs> we want to ride. We want to ride, baby. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, thanks again for, for tuning in and see you on the next one.